0: Welcome back to the Get It Off Your Chest with Drew podcast. I am your host, Andrew Guillory, and in today's podcast, I have another individual here today, Miss Kayla Pipkins. How are we doing today?
1: Hi everybody, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Of
0: course, of course. I'm glad you, you were able to make it, you know? Um, so for starters, I would like to ask, how's life treating you? How's everything been going?
1: life has been treating me very well um i have a lot of goals um for 2022 and i've just been planning for those these recent months Mm -hmm. and
0: let's hope it just treats us well man because we've been through a lot these past couple years right yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) sheesh man so for starters i want to go ahead and tell you i for one appreciate you because um i've been looking at your work you know such as like disowned deserving um sleep my way all those, those three poems right there, I was going through a sort of a tough time where I felt lost. And I was thinking about my situation and stuff like that. And poems like this it really, um, it touched me in a way where I felt, you know, like I wanted to get back into poetry, get back into to you know, the swing of things. Because, you know, especially when you were talking about your personal things in that poem, I was like, "Wow, somebody else understands." So, could you go ahead and tell me, like, what what uh, sort of drove you to um, to do poetry? Like, why why poetry?
1: Poetry was something that I discovered in myself at a young age, and then I kind of forgot about it. And then I started focusing more on art and drawing in high school. And after I got out, I had decided I wanted to be a fashion designer and that I wanted to go to SCAD. Wow, and then, <laughs> yeah, nice at that moment. And so <laughs> financial aid kind of hit, and I ended up not being able to go because I didn't have enough even after that. I feel and that. so I went through this sort of depression because I didn't want to be home and I wanted to get out there. And... During that time of being sad, I kind of rediscovered it. I discovered um, spoken word videos on YouTube during that time, and I found little notebooks that I had written from like 12, 13 years old, When I kind of went back through them and then I say, you know what, I'm going to try this again. So I started back writing poetry, but more in the slam style. Mm-hmm. And um, I got back into it like that. And so I started CSU a little bit later. And I started as an art kid. But then I realized that writing really was my calling, and I changed my major. So now that's what I do all the time.
0: Nice, nice. That's really cool. And, I and if you guys want to check out her work, you can look at her Instagram. It's at... Mar- if you want to go ahead and say Marie. it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a little <laughs>
1: weird. Um, It's at Marie's La Poet.
0: Yeah, I like, honestly, I like it. I just didn't want to butcher it. It's okay. <laughs> you know, that's really cool. But um, so what else do you, how do I say, what do you look forward to along this journey in poetry? Because a lot of people say, you know, oh, I love to write. I love to, you know, recite, do slams, stuff like the open mic nights. Mm-hmm. What do you, you know, see yourself doing with this?
1: Well... As a Gemini, I'm very indecisive <laughs> and I have so many passions, it's annoying. Okay. Um, and okay. So sometimes I have to kind of like pick one thing and go with that for a long period of time and then switch up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as poetry, well, one of the goals I have for this coming year is to publish my chapbook. Um, so, which is another reason why even though I wanted to get back into posting reels regularly like I had been on my Instagram, mm-hmm. I decided that I might actually stay on hiatus and just keep the work I'm doing exclusive and then publish that and then promote that when I come back, quote. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have a lot of plans, but that's my biggest goal right now. Um, yeah, and sense. to explore other forms of poetry because as I've been at CSU, I've been... I've been taught and I've analyzed different poets, but they're more classical and mm. it, it's not, like I said, the slam style that I was originally used to. Yeah. And throughout this time of my natural style has changed and I noticed that I use more rhyme sometimes and I focus more on in rhyme and things like that and couplet mm. and so I, I want to. Explore that some more because that ended up coming more naturally than I thought it would But I want to get back into the original thing I had started with which is Free verse and not really a whole lot of rhyme like there is some but it's not always at the end Yeah, it makes Um, sense. And things like that. So just developing that more.
0: For sure And do you think that your growth has happened with um, With two things either time or has it happened with more like the experiences and stuff like that, you know?
1: It's happened with both But I do say time probably a little bit more because I do find myself, I'll doodle like a little note to put, like write a poem about this later. And that's based more on my experiences. But by the time I actually sit down and write, it ends up being more about like time and, Mm -hmm. you know, things that I've already been through. Like actual experience experiences, but from like the past um not things that are necessarily recent yeah. um now I try to I think it's wise to if you're gonna be an influencer post about things that are trending like oh George Floyd and put out content about that but at the same time I mean, <laughs> right. that is not always what I want to write about and right. I don't want to be that influencer and who only posts like when something happens yeah for sure so I definitely end up normally diving into something that I'm passionate about that um you know, my subject matter, it, it's not repetitive, but like, it's definitely something that I know I can write naturally mm-hmm. that might not necessarily be with what's in right now. Yeah, it
0: makes sense. And one thing I have to applaud you for, too, is that in your work, um, I always get like this like a raw, authentic feel to it. And I can tell that you're really, you're really touching base with, you know, what's going on and, you know, personally, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And I feel that, too, because I sort of aim for that in my work. Because right. when I got into poetry, which you may know, like when you get Get into it, you just want to spill your guts right, right. on, the, right on the paper. You know what I mean. Whatever comes to mind, you know, in what it in there. whatever sounds good, I'm writing it down, type right. of thing. You know. So I applaud you for that for sure. Um, so one thing that I do remember, there was an open mic night that we had, and you have a great voice for singing. Thank you. Do you ever see yourself doing that? Because I was like, <laughs> wow, but where did
1: this come from? You no. know?
0: So what do, you, do you ever see yourself doing something with that?
1: And, okay, this goes back to me being indecisive. So uh, the I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I go back and forth from seeing myself doing that. I had initially, like after I decided I wanted to do writing and I switched my major, I was like, okay, I'm going to live all three dreams in one life. So I'm going I'm to graduate, I'm going to do music for like a few years, and then by the time I hit 30, I'm going to just settle down and do screenwriting. Right. Like I had it's already had it thought book, out. And yeah. that way I get to do everything. Because I hate feeling like I have to choose one of my passions because it's a passion. Mm -hmm. You know, so I tried to make a plan that would be best for the both worlds. Now, of course, in between that time and now, life has happened. (laughs) And that's not necessarily the plan anymore. Um, I have discovered that I enjoy philosophy and I enjoy essays and things like that. I might want to try that. So, I do like music. That is a fact you take to the bank.
0: I can tell. I can tell. (laughs) I I already know. When you were up there, I was like, Oh, my goodness, she's not just a poet. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's over here yeah. next LMA or something. Oh, my gosh. My bad. Go ahead.
1: No, no. <laughs> I, I really enjoy music, and I, I was a music kid, too, in high school. I wasn't just the art kid. I was in the music program as well, and so that's a part of who I am, and I would like to be good at it. Now, I know I'm not Beyonce, um, and I'm not going to try to live up to that, but I might know. try to... Put out a little something like I said I want to you know try to live out my passions as much as I can and because I'm multi-passionate it's definitely harder um mm-hmm. to put all my energy in one thing when I have so many other things I want to so I might you know like I said it might not be a career choice okay it'll just be more of like a, for fun a one hit wonder type thing I can see myself possibly doing that
0: I hate hey, if, if you ever do though I I'm sure you would see success in that. Thank you. You know, so that's that's definitely something you could have. that's in your alley for sure. <laughs> um, so today, guys, what I also would like to do besides, you know, interviewing with Kayla, we would be reciting a poem from an old friend of mine, actually. Her name is Kendra Potts, and this one is titled The Late Dawn. Let's check it out. The Late Dawn by Kendra Potts. I found myself lost within a black mass. Twisted mahogany vines entangle me as I flee. Great webs of verdant jungle dance with the wind, a dance of demons leaving me dreary. And as I pant, my heart palpitates. And I panic, unable to accelerate, not able to enunciate a scream or cry as I feel myself asphyxiate. Bound with perspiration, drowning in desperation, praying for elucidation, but my prayers go unanswered. My stride falters as the shadows prance around me and the mist engulfs me as I'm taunted by the thought of twilight. I thought I liked the night, I think as my determination dwindles. The darkness intensifies and my body feels like lead and the damp ground is cool and inviting and the soil is soft. The wind whistles like a lullaby attempting damnation like the song of a siren the ideal eternal resting place a splendid juncture and the heart slows as the panic goes and the hour is belated as dawn bestows okay man that's an intense one it was (laughs) that's yeah so what I want to do is we're going to, you know, sort sort of give our takeaways from it. So okay. honestly, when I first read this one, it really gave me that feeling like I was there. Like, it's like, it's one of those things where you feel like, oh, like in the line where she said, oh, I thought I liked the night. I was going to hit that, too. <laughs> you know, it's like, I thought I liked the night. And then once you're there, it's like your heart is is beating real fast. You feel like You can't accelerate all those type of things. And it's like wow, this, it feels like you're really in that same setting. You know, that was my initial takeaway. And from, you know, reading it again, it really gave me that feeling like this was a movie almost. You know, this could be a, a serious scene where in, a, in like some dark forest somewhere and yes. you feel like you just can't escape. It's,
1: it would definitely be a very interesting opening for sure. For sure. What um, was your takeaway from it? My takeaway was that you know, as okay, as t- okay, as a woman, mm-hmm. um, I got two things. So one is like you know, it it ended up not being what you thought, which is why I like I was gonna hit the same line. I thought I liked the night. And the second thing I was gonna say was, um, I recently seen a post on Instagram and it was a drawing, it was an illustration of a woman buried underground and like by the time you reach the top soil, her hand turned into a, a flower. Um, and the saying on it was, some people see her as buried and some people see her as like planted. And so I thought about that as I was reading this like poem because so she's deep. like in the ground, she's entangled, like she can't get up and she's kind of panicking a little bit. Um, and you know, and then it's also like this realization, like you know, I thought this is where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. and then it's yeah. realizing, you know what, maybe, maybe not so much. Yeah. Um, and you can
0: tell too when she's <laughs> like, oh, I think, I think as my determination dwindles, mm-hmm. that's but, when I, that's when I really got that feeling, like wow, you came into something thinking that it was gonna be fine, and, you right? Know what I mean? Or I'm gonna be just fine because I'm not afraid of the dark or nothing like that. Exactly. But then now. Drowning in desperation, praying for mm-hmm. elucidation, when prayers to go unanswered, stuff like that. It's, right. it's wow, you know.
1: And I love it. And like I said, this is where, for me, because I've done so, I've been in so many, like, uh, Events and webinars and um, tech talk like setups where I've learned from different speakers that it's all about mindset growth are fixed And so, you know, it's all it all depends on how you see things and sometimes it is you get to a point where you're so in the dark that you don't realize that you are the light you Mm -hmm. know because stars shine because it's nighttime you know people don't you know (laughs) people don't think about it like that they're just like you know I can't see anything I am concerned I am afraid you know maybe instead of fighting so hard and I'm not going anywhere I'm gonna just relax and let whatever is happening is Mm -hmm. happening you know and you could kind of just as a junior nope. in college and hey, I'm trying to analyze this poem. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say near the end if I were to write an analysis for this poem that it's not necessarily that she's giving up. I would say honestly she's like deciding to not be panicked anymore. Yeah. You know, because we ha- we have come to the conclusion that whatever is happening is hard and I can't go anywhere yeah. and, you know, nothing is happening. I've prayed, I've cried, I'm screaming for help, yeah. I-, I can't breathe, you know yeah. what, I'm just going to let this happen. And that kind of brings me to, like, another thing that I've learned over this um, years is, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And if you're fighting things that you can't control, then you're going to be very upset. Yeah. And so, you know, don't let anything bad happen to you, but, right. <laughs> um, exactly. you know, sometimes you got to, like, calm down and really assess um, and survey your surroundings. Yeah. Um, because what may look like a dark, scary forest, one person looks like a blissful, quiet place to be unbothered by somebody else. There you go. And, you know, so like I said, it's all about your mindset. But, you know, as I was going to say, as a woman, it's like... Reading this, I, I don't know. I kind of relate in the way where I was saying, you know, it didn't. It ended up not being what you thought. Um, mm-hmm. It's come. It's kind of like when you, you, you get your five and you get a baby to take care of you know what I'm saying, and a boy gets like a truck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and uh, off yeah, the bat, those okay. expectations are there, and then, so you grow up thinking, alright, it's going to be exciting, I, I learned how to cook when I was five, because I had this giant fake kitchen, and I'm ready for, to be a woman, and then you kind of get in there, and you're like, ooh, no, ooh, no. You I see that audio, being an adult is telegato, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it like, oh really gosh. is <laughs> Oh, you can um, say that again, hey, and so, you know, I see this as that point, I would definitely say this is, I don't this is that poem. I think this is a transformation poem. Mm -hmm. I think this is that like pre-Phoenix I've just lit on fire. I I am afraid because I am on fire and it hurts but I have not yet been cooled down I don't know what the other side that looks like because I'm still on fire you know so you know you're going through this butterfly transformation and it's a little ugly right now yeah but the good news is that's okay right you know and I I
0: love that too yeah Um, I was gonna that leads me to my next question too I was gonna say um so what do you think about the last line in this because that's where I noticed that the sort of transition from oh I am very Pretty much anxious. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. almost scared. My heart is palpitating and stuff like that. And then the last line goes, "And the heart slows as the panic goes, and the hour is belated as dawn bestows." See, what I, when I heard that, I'm thinking like, "Wow, I, that made me feel calm reading it." Like, because I, I, when you like really walk your way through it, you know, walk your way through this poem itself, mm-hmm. and you, see, you know, you see yourself in that same setting. It starts off as you're like high it's like wow i don't know how to get out of this i'm i'm you know my heart i think i'm gonna die in here right. almost you know i'm over asphyxiating and i i'm praying prayers going answered mm-hmm. and now you know what i think i'm gonna be fine right that's, that's sort of where I, I walk myself in it because um i if i were to envision how i would feel you know because obviously let's say let's say if i was a woman i would feel honestly twice as scared because just thinking of the dark itself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're taught to be afraid of that. Yes. and But I don't know. You know, as a man, though, you're taught to be prideful and be strong through these things. But mm-hmm. you got to realize that we all have that other side that is not always strong.
1: Right. You know what I
0: mean? So if you can say, oh, I'm putting my pride aside to say that I'm scared here. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's where I you know brought myself to think of because we were, were so... We're supposed to be engineered in a way where we have to be strong all the time.
1: Right, all the time.
0: It, Ain't no break. It's impossible. Right all the time. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, but it's it's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. Mentally impossible. You yes. Know? So and also, what I wanted to do was um, mm-hmm. a debrief. What what yeah. can we question about this here?
1: Mm. I want to
0: know how she got here. Yes. <laughs>
1: and so and like I said, I. I question what happens after, of course, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, did we ever, and we could possibly go back to the last line, you know, as the heart, and the heart slows as the panic goes, you know, Mm -hmm. you, is this some people, depending on how you, what state of mind you in when you read this poem, it could come off as sad, as it has been labeled, and as we were kind of saying, you know, it's not necessarily sad, it's more like solemn. Um, You know, I just, I question what the intentional tone of the speaker was supposed to be because mm-hmm. of course you know when you write a poem it's really left up to the person unless you they see you perform it you know yeah. it's kind of like you know when you're reading it off of a page what you get out of it is kind of where your mind is mm-hmm. um and yeah, if i sure were reading that. this and i were sad you know i'd be like you know what yeah i feel like i'm gonna die too and i'm, I'm ready to just do that but no 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 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the end it's like you know what okay you know and she says this here um The idea, the second to last line, the ideal, a turning rest, eternal resting place, a splendid juncture. So now we have more, a more positive connotation going on here. And so the mood kind of changes for the reader. Yeah. And so she went
0: for that too. Right. I mean, she sort of like tried to swing it around to, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, this is the intensifies is coming. The intensity is coming down here. So. Let's make it feel that way, you know?
1: Right. And I also question, what did you like about the night? You thought you liked it. What exactly did you think it was gonna be? Exactly. You know? What was your
0: expectations? What were
1: your expectations? <laughs> you know, because now you're in it and you're like, oh wait. <laughs> exactly. You know, so what was it like for you? Was it that calm and quiet place, or you know, did, or did you like the idea of it being damp and kind of whatever? Right. Um. You know, so I, I question that. What What were your expectations? What made the night so splendid for you initially? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I. I I question the same thing, honestly. and also this line too: um, bound in perspiration, drowning in desperation, praying mm-hmm. for elucidation, but my prayer is going unanswered. I love the wordplay, first of all. <laughs> um, <laughs> second, um, so what? I want my question is: what were they? What was she sort of, you know, shooting for in that one? Like when she says, mm-hmm. "Oh, praying for elucidation, but my prayer is going unanswered." You know, if this is what you were expecting as oh you're expecting to like the night. Right. Why is it that you're so surprised now and that you have to you know what I mean? Right. So that's that's sort of my, you know, and if question you for it.
1: if you've never been per se into the night, you know, why didn't you come into it with a more open mindset? Mm-hmm. Because whenever you're taking a risk or experiencing something for a new for the first time and it's new to you, you know, you kind of have to go into it with a little bit of expectations for it to not go as planned, you know? It's like, I, I know for a fact I like coffee. So I go to a coffee shop and I'm like, you know what? I've never had peppermint, but I'm gonna try it. And I'm like, this is strong. I don't mm-hmm. like it, I, you know? Yeah. But I had to have come in with the open mind that I may not like the peppermint, but I know I like coffee. Yeah, like this was know? gonna
0: turn out a certain way.
1: hmm it was gonna turn out a certain way. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree with
0: that. Yeah, for sure. Overall, though, I love the the structure that she went for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She started, you know, took it up here, yeah. and then brought it down to where it's like.
1: And three is a good number. It's been broken down into three stanzas. Yeah, can I count? Okay, yes, three stanzas. <laughs> um, you know, and at the end, the form, like you said, it's kind of mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but I just made it up. Hey, it sounds. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. no, um, no. I'm not an English major. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay. yeah, I, I like the form, and, and the I'm- the detail. Yes! The detail in
0: this, like she, you know, stuff like, oh, the asphy- uh, I can't even talk either. The vernacular. <laughs> um, it's expiciate. I can't say it. Asphyxiation. Asphyxiation, or whatever it is. Asphyxiate. I love that part too, just stuff like that, the, um, you know, oh, a dance of demons leave me dre- leaving me dreary. Mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, just adding the details and the, uh, you know, to sort of make the reader really feel where they're at at the moment, and how, how that person is feeling in the middle of the night, in right. some, maybe some forest somewhere, you know? Right. I wonder
1: who these demons are. Everybody has them,
0: you know? Because yeah.
1: I could read this, and as an introvert, I'm like a dance of demons leaving me jewelry. I think about, oh, well, when I'm in a social setting, I have a very low energy level. <laughs> like, being in super social settings, like the open minds, they drain me so much. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, I just imagine like being like, Surrounded by a bunch of people and like mm-hmm. feeling socially drained. For sure. But you could also see this as just like a, a man versus man type of uh, plot, I guess, mm-hmm. um, where she's dealing with things in her mind, of course, which is what people normally refer to when they say demons. Um, but I just want to know, like, what exactly are you battling with? You know, what what exactly leaves you jury? What's taking your energy right now? Um, Because, of course, if you go into a boss battle or you experience something for new,
0: experience starts. (laughs) English major.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that. Um, When you experience something for the first time, you know, if you're you're already a little more mentally strong than you were before, then, you know, having your expectations, like, kind of ruined, it might not bring you down that much. But if you're already at a low point... And you're kind of hoping that things start going right for once you know if you're in that kind of mindset something not working out could leave you even more like beat down and like depressed and upset that it didn't work out exactly,
0: exactly. um it just leaves
1: you physically like drained of
0: energy yeah and it's funny too that you mentioned like the uh, sort of introvert thing because <laughs> i'm more of a introvert extrovert type of guy so yeah. part of me is Cold like choice. oh my gosh like even like open mic nights, or even just big settings with a bunch of people, sometimes I'm just like, I'm ready to leave, yeah. I'm over <laughs> Don't it. Don't want to be here. Exactly, you know, and when I think of, oh, a black mass and all this, basically, mm-hmm. once, once I read this, I'm like, I feel that, because mm-hmm. in those settings, I'm like, I'm about, my heart about to pop a tape, too, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like my, I'm about to, not have a heart attack, or like that, but you know what I mean? You yeah, feel like you just want to escape type of thing, Yeah. You know? But okay. yeah, for sure. Um, so my ending question that I wanted to ask Miss Caleb Pipkins is, <laughs> where do you see yourself in ten years? And when I say that, I know Gemini, your heart <laughs> your head probably goes a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Um, as far as um, with your poetry and with you know writing, do you see yourself storytelling in the future? Maybe singing. <laughs> <You> know, where <laughs> Don't do you put see? Me on. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Where do you picture that?
1: Okay, so. In 10 years, because I'm 21. In 10 years I'll be 31. Can I do math? Yes. <laughs> um, and so like I okay, so I when I graduate, I want to focus on my webtoon. By that time, it should have been fully published, possibly the sequel to um, I'm putting out a webcomic on webtoon and maybe another platform. And so I by the time I hit 30 I decided that I would, no matter what I was doing, go ahead and focus on more um, screenwriting. So this is when I might want to get more into writing screenplays and getting into animation. Mm. Now, I, like I said, I'm an art kid at heart, but animation is not something that I'm really interested in. But that's, I, that's the medium I know I want my work to be presented through. Um, so I, I've been looking up processes for that. And you essentially just submit your screenplay to an animation house and they produce it. Um, Not as a control freak, that's also a Gemini. That does concern me a little bit because I like to have my I like to have my hand in everything, and I don't want to submit my story and then someone, you know, change anything about it because I wrote it the way I wrote it for a reason. Mm -hmm. So even though that is a little intimidating, it's still kind of my plan for right now. Unless I change my mind again (laughs) and decide to take up animation.
0: At the same time, that is where uh, you know the copyright thing comes into that too. You know, so that way you wouldn't have to worry about people taking your things or you know. And, and this of stuff, so you you should be fine with that. Continue yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but no.
1: Um, and as far as poetry, also too. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen For Colored Girls, um, produced yes. by Tyler Perry. It came out a while ago. Yes. 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 Um, yes. And it had a few influential um, black female actresses in it. Um, and I, the format for the movie, where there were poems integrated into the script. Um, I would like to do a project like that, that's on my like bucket list for writing, um, is to put out a, a movie with that, with all original works from me, um, and to have a movie put out like that. But, like I said, the plan could fluctuate just depending on what I'm doing at that time. I do want to focus on my webcomic. Um, Hopefully have a job where I'm doing something writing related Mm -hmm. in the between time because everybody asks me Oh, you're gonna be writing a web comment. You're putting out a book like you know, what you gonna do to make money (laughs) in the meantime Um, And hopefully I'll have something related to writing but like I said by the time I hit 30, no matter what I'm doing, I, I wanted to start focusing just on like things that would be adaptations for tv and film
0: there you go nice that's that's really cool if it does see okay i see why you say the whole gemini thing because yeah. from, from this i'm you hearing, heard a lot i'm hearing you know production with you know the acting possibly mm-hmm. singing honestly i've seen people i couldn't name it off the top of my head that have done you know multiple things like that exactly so it is most definitely you know you have the ability to do so you know we all have the potential you know and i believe that If we put in the work to do so, it's going to happen. You know, and based off of the stuff that I've seen from you, I believe that it will. Thank you. So thank you all for listening in on the Get It Off Your Chest with Drew podcast. Thank you, Kayla, for being here. Is there anything else you want to tell the audience?
1: Um, If there's one thing I can leave with you all, if you really enjoy writing, is to write it on the wall. Mm. that has become one thing for me if it's important it's going to be on your wall I'm going to leave you with that and let y'all take it out however you want but it's my best advice I can give you if you don't remember anything from me today put it on the wall I'm
0: going to write that down myself <laughs> no, a well once again thank you all for listening in and thank you Caleb, for being here I hope you all have a good evening morning or whenever you decide to listen to this thanks guys.